Hi, and welcome to episode 29 of Rico's Cafe, a podcast bringing you deep electronic beats. I am your host, DJ Inc., and this episode I am back with a very special show. Over the past few episodes, I've been extremely fortunate to have a string of guests who are so very special to me, and each has held a unique place not only in my musical journey, but in that of so many others around the world as well. This show is no exception. When you start throwing around terms like legendary and godfather of one thing or another, you better mean business. And my guest today fits that bill. Even though he wasn't crazy about the term tech house when it came out and is probably far too modest to admit it without including those who came before him in the acid house movement, London's Terry Francis is truly one of the godfathers of the tech house sound. He has dozens of releases, remixes, and credits dating back to the 90s across a number of labels like Pagan, Who's Tunes, Yoshitoshi, Yuka House, Croydon-based Swag, where he worked in, in the swag shop there, and of course his own Eye for Sound and Wiggle labels and parties uh, with Nathan Coles and Eddie Richards were just legendary. Terry has been a resident at London's Fabric Nightclub since the day it opened. Um, He mixed Fabric 2 and Fabric 100, which was the final in the series not too long ago. If I had to pick a top five list of DJs and producers, Terry Francis would, without a doubt, land among the top of my list. He's been so influential to me, I actually have a Terry Francis tag that I use for tracks in my collection that I've either heard him play or imagined he would play, and that's more than a thousand tracks deep. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked about today. Uh, Today's show is another culmination of both friends and perfect strangers coming together to celebrate and share a common love of music, art, and really a deeper connection with people. I'll include all of Terry and Caroline's links in the description and post, so be sure to check those out and pick up a copy of their latest releases on Bandcamp. Without further ado, let's get Terry and Caroline on the line and see what's been going on. Terry, Caroline, welcome to Rico's Cafe. How are you both? Yeah, fine. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's lovely to be here virtually. Yeah, and it's great to see your faces. So thank you both for being here. It's truly an honor to have you here celebrating the launch of your new label, Where Are You Records? And uh, my understanding, your first series of releases together. Uh, So tell me a little bit about how you guys met and, and how this project came to be. Well, originally we met uh, um, sort of late 90s, I think, wasn't it, Karen? Yeah, I think it was either end of 98 or beginning of 99 at Simon's in Gainesville. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we've known each other uh, quite a long time now, you know, seen each other out whenever I've come to America and sort of stayed in contact and um, become friends, you know. It seems like Simon's is a uh, a big connector for a lot of people in the States. It was really one of the first clubs that started bringing UK guys on the regular. It seems uh, like it's made quite a big cultural difference in that. A lot of people I know who mentioned ga- uh, Gainesville and Simon's yeah. and uh, kidnap me and take me to mad parties and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on three days later. <laughs> One of my first memories of, of a Terry Francis track actually came from the notorious Sasha and Digweed Independence Night compilation, which was a live recording at Simon's. Joe C was actually the MC in the beginning of that night. And John played um, the Housey Doings release on Pagan. And it was my favorite track on the whole thing. I was like, uh, I sought out that record for for a long time and then everything Terry from that point forward I collected so oh nice thank you very much <laughs> 
So uh, tell me a little bit about the label and, and the release that you guys have. Yeah, so back in September, I had, had just recorded for the first time on my own voice and my just words and, and talking about the pandemic and, and how um, how we were feeling and just emotions of um, being so disconnected uh, physically from people and, and missing friends. And I was like, you know what? This actually would be, I think this would be really cool for a track. Let me send it to Terry to see if if he was interested to put it over a track, um, and that was the beginning of it. So, yeah, so she sent me these sent me these words, and I just thought, you know, and I put them over the track and send them back, and it really works. All of a sudden, I just thought, well, you know, we should do another couple of tracks. I thought, start a label, and um, just come from there. Really, just sort of, you no know, sort of light bulb moments. Ding, why not? You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Right. So yeah, the 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 label and, and the uh, release is exclusive on Bandcamp right now. Is that correct? That is, yeah. We think we might. Um, it's just going all right, but I think maybe we might have to um, start um, releasing on on the normal like, beatport and stuff as well. You know, um, see how it goes. We just you know gently, gently do it, and then we can always release them later. So or have Bandcamp as a, like a start of an exclusive, you know, first first buy exclusive for a little while, and then release it on the other outlets after. You know, yeah. So like in a promo, basically. You know, and band. I mean, Bandcamp has been so um, easy to to navigate and. And of course, as being artists as we are, that it's just great that Bandcamp percentage-wise, you know, gives a huge percentage to the artist versus some of the other platforms, which was, I think, another one of the reasons why we also wanted to test it with with Bandcamp first. It's not a very good um, cut, is it, between the artist and the, and, the, and the platform, is it, you know? No, so I guess that was going to be my question. Terry, you've released decades of music across all formats and platforms. What you've seen so far on Bandcamp, do you feel like it's making a difference? I think, um, I think it's going to grow. I think it's going to become more popular. Um, I think it's a, it's a great it's a great platform. The, the, the information you get and like Karen said, it's just really easy to navigate around it. I think it's a really great idea and especially if, if you're, you're, you're getting more of the money for putting all the work in basically, you know, rather than just someone sitting there and, and taking your webs off you and, and making more money than you, you know. So I think it's I think it's pretty the fairest platform to use. Um, I, I don't think I think it's going to grow even more. I don't think a lot of people are that familiar with it yet and not it's not that it's not like a habit to go on there you know like um people or whatever it's you know they straight away go to people to find your tunes like i said i think it's, it's worth worth doing it you know but on Bandcamp, it's like you have you know what you can see but also just all of the stats you know how many times obviously has the the tracks been listened to are people listening to the track all the way through how many are listening to partial how many are listening to the whole thing um so there's a lot of stats which i think is really yeah. Good to know. Um, I don't know if Beatport on the artist side works like that. It's nice that it was your idea. You can send them a nice little, if someone buys a track, you can send them a nice little personal note. Can't you say thanks for supporting us and whatever? It's quite yeah. a nice little touch. It's funny. I didn't realize this was a feature, but I'm used to old school record shops where you would go in and pull your bin of stuff you want to listen to. <laughs> And then you couldn't afford it all, so you would spend hours just weeding it down to the handful you could walk out with. If you do that on Bandcamp, I've noticed after a certain number of times, 
you'll get a pop-up that says, okay, you need to buy this. You've listened <laughs> too many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening to that much, you need to buy it. Um, kind of switching to COVID, which has had a major impact on all of us and, and is obviously part of the, the genesis of this label and release. Here in Atlanta, we've already lost most all of our cherished underground clubs have already gone belly up. Terry, what, what impact has it had on London and clubs like Fabric, which has already been saved from peril for unrelated incident, but is it going to survive? Yeah, well, Fabric's got some money. They received some money off the Arts Council, so they're all going to be, they're going to be okay. Um, I, think I mean, there is a lot of clubs um, that won't be there when we have back up again, you know. I mean, there was a lot of clubs shut in anyway before um, COVID, I think. So I think they was on the decline anyway, clubs, because everywhere in London's getting gentrified. Mm. And, and then people start worrying about people coming out of club and peeing up their front door, you know. <laughs> I know it's all been kind of doom and gloom, but but what if anything positive has come out? Obviously, the label and the tracks have been. Um, yeah, been making lots of music, lots of time, you know, to make music. And um, I think yeah. I would have gone. I think I'm going to be stir crazy if it hadn't been. If I had my computer at home and my little setup, you know. Yeah, so Terry, you seem to be kind of on a tear with a string of releases and remixes, almost at an unprecedented pace from what I've followed you. Yeah, well, just it's just all this time, you know, I live on my own. And um, so, you know, you can go, like I say, go a bit stir crazy. So it's just good to put some energy into something. Otherwise, you know, I think, you'd, you know, it's, um, you could, you know, start getting a bit twitchy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any idea how many uh, releases you put out? Mainly remixes, mastered ones. I've got about um, 14 tracks from mastered. And that um, would normally might take you what a, a couple years. <laughs> yeah, well, this place is getting slower as I'm getting older, you know, because you obviously, you know, I've had kids over the years, you know, and stuff. So you, the pace of releasing gets less and less, doesn't it? I suppose you've got you've got other life things going on. How yeah. long does it typically take you to to do a remix? Um, well, I, I sort of might have about two or three going at the same time, you know, just sort of switch, switch between them. And I suppose if you if you give me a, if you give me um, some parts, I, I, well, last week I got one back in them in two days, you know, I just um, done it and okay. sent it back, and I was really pleased with it. And uh, for household, and uh, but another time might take me a couple of weeks, and I just got to just do it bit by bit, you know. Yeah. So Caroline, how have you found inspiration, and do you feel like you've been more or less creative? Uh, I've been times a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> of, of productivity, of creativity, of just inspiration, and really needing to show my personality more via video, via, you know, that was always something that I struggled with. Um, but then I, I really liked your um, pimp my trainers. I really like that when you're pimping yeah. the trainers up. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it all pays off. And when the clubs do finally open up, you know, you're still relevant, you know, because I've been doing a lot of production. So hopefully, you know. The... Okay, so let's talk again about the label. What's next for the label? Yeah, well, um, I've got two tracks finished with new release. Um, and I'm working on another one now. Caroline's on one of the tracks again. Just keeping it rolling, really. I've got lots of stuff. I've got loads of eight bar loops that I haven't finished in going back to them and then starting again you know so it's, it's been it's been really productive and I've, I've really enjoyed it and um and some tracks i sort of think oh I remember that now that's, that's really cool you know as soon as this yeah. one off you know I mean, but before because i was in i was in a hurry to go down the pub to meet my mate so i wouldn't finish it <laughs> <laughs> do you guys see this uh where are you records as strictly an, an outlet for terry and caroline or is there a vision for other artists at, at the moment we're sort of gonna we're keeping it like that because we've got we've got the produce you know so um but i'm 
time, I suppose we will start start releasing stuff. I got sent some stuff yesterday by a guy. So people are starting to ask, you know, and uh, being interested in it because I think I suppose people yeah. want outlets for their music because they want to be making loads of music. I suppose you know. It seems like there's so much opportunity for merch and you know custom art and. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's 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 already been in discussion, and I think that it's uh, once we've got. So we, we was going to do an offshoot of um, um, the artwork, and then people buying them can have the artwork when they buy a download. And we were talking about that. And then we're already talking about actual vinyl release. A few releases down the line, maybe release the the, the most popular tracks on vinyl. Yeah, I think the, the vinyl the vinyl release does just, is more of a more of a passion thing, really, isn't it? It's a, um, I think you, you can you break even, but you don't make a lot. You're not going to become a millionaire, you know, overnight. Yeah. No. So anything you guys um, both want to plug outside of, of the release and the label? Um, I've got a release coming out on Super Freaks, Mr. Mr. C's label. Yeah, yep. so that's <laughs> like an old school acid track with a vocal over it. And people, people really like it. I really like it. It's one of my favorites from lockdown, really. Um, releasing some stuff on Dutchy Music. We're all not going to have so much time, are we, in a couple of months? <laughs> <laughs> Terry, you and I talked a little bit about it. Uh, you know, you were planning a, a new night with, with Darren Emerson. Um, That's right, yeah. As far as I know, it's still, it's, we've still got the club when it opens back up, and um, Darren's still up for it still. Um, once a month on a Saturday. It's a little, it's in um, central London, so in the West End, so it'd be nice to get something in the West End, because most of the clubs have been gradually pushed out now. Got a, got a festival festival in, um, in the Isle of Wight altogether, which is still on at the moment. They're still planning we're still planning to go ahead I suppose if it does have to get put back it will but um, hopefully fingers crossed um, and obviously fabric Caroline what's the first thing you're going to do when, when you get back out in the wild I don't know <laughs> yes I mean I want to see I want to see friends I want to hug friends well, well speaking to someone um, I, think, I think there's going to be a lot of good music around you know them coming out now because it takes a while to get music out doesn't it? But, I mean it can't just be me unique making lots of music it must be a lot of people making lots of music you know so right. um, so I'm, I imagine there's going to be lots of music to look forward to when we can finally go out and hug each other and, uh, yeah. you know I, I want to thank you both and hopefully we can all get together one day and like I said have a good hug and a good dance um, yeah. alright guys well this has been a pleasure nice to see you again Caroline okay thanks again to Terry Francis and Caroline Gaze from Where Are You Records Be sure to check out the releases and all the links in the description for more info on the label, Caroline's amazing art, and much more. Uh, One final note before jumping into the music, a bit of good news on my end. Uh, I've decided to launch a boutique online record shop called Underground Vinyl Source, where I'll be focusing on some of the smaller, minimal house and techno labels and artists that don't get a lot of distribution here in the state. So stay tuned for more info on that as we get the shop up and running with new releases here in the very near future. Okay, let's jump into the music. First up, an exclusive new mix from UK's Terry Francis featuring loads of his new and forthcoming releases and remixes. Then stay tuned for a new one from me where I'll highlight some of the new sounds and records I'll be bringing to the shop here in the coming weeks. Let's get into it. I am DJ Inc. You are listening to Rico's Cafe episode 29 with a very special exclusive mix from Terry Francis. Enjoy.
Okay, thanks again to Terry Francis for that awesome new mix. Here's a new one from me. I am DJ Inc. You are listening to Rico's Cafe. Enjoy.
run a program for psychically gifted humans, training them to be ghosts.
Thank you.